By now, you've heard of yoga, which, if you live in the Western world, has been reduced to sport, another way, another tool to look and feel great. But what happens when a rising football star walks away from competition, from all that he is known to step into the literal unknown? What the fuckery is a yogi athlete? Well, we're about to find out. I'm Nadej August, your host. If this is your first time, welcome. And here's what you can expect. What the Fuckery is a podcast about the things we hear about but don't know enough about. A series of conversations dedicated to hearing firsthand from the very people whose lifestyle, truths, or concepts we struggle with understanding. The very things we should know about but are afraid to discuss. Our subjects and topics may or may not be mainstream, but our guest and sometimes experts are in it, living their truth whether we accept them or not. And if in that process we manage to bring clarity to you, dear listener, then thank you for being curious, open, and willing. In that vein today, my guest is Amir Madison, who has coined the term yogi athlete, for that is his journey. Now, I saw a picture of Amir during his football days. This man is literally half the size. How much muscle were you packing back then? <laughs> um, it was about 210 pounds. Okay. Yeah, 210. And how uh, long ago was this? It was 2015. Really? Yeah. Just four short years ago. Mm-hmm. This is exciting. Mm-hmm. Let us start with your background as an athlete. Where, when, how, what happened? Um, well, as an athlete, I went to, I played high school football. Uh, from high school, I played college. And from college, I played arena football. And from arena football, I had some workouts in the NFL. And I just had an injury that kind of just paused me. But it wasn't like anything that was... Life altering. Yeah, it wasn't anything. Your that career, career would not have been over. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was just a, a pause just to make me think like, you know, what's what's next after this? And um, I got into yoga. Well, I didn't get into it. A friend brought me to a class. Oh, those friends. <laughs> friend that brought me to a class after like football practice. And uh, well, not practice. It was training. I was just doing football training. And she just told me, hey, come to check out this class. And. I went to to the class and I just noticed that I couldn't balance on one leg. Um, I couldn't sit on my knees and heels. Um, it was just a lot of things that I was seeing I couldn't do. And as an athlete, you know, you're, you think you can do everything. You know, yeah, the, ego the competitive is, yeah, streak the competitive just streak is there. woke up, yeah, exactly. reared its head <laughs> and said, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm just looking around and everybody's so calm. So I'm like, everybody's so calm in here. Like, how the hell is this going? Like, I was just tripping. Like, my whole head mindset was like, I need this. Like, after I took that class, I was like, I need this. So I did a 30-day challenge at a yoga studio 
and I did yoga every day. So I would train seven times out the week and I would do yoga about four to five times out the week. So you were training still as a football athlete mm-hmm. and then going to yoga mm-hmm. as a personal challenge. Yeah. Most people go to their first yoga class. They're a little sore. They may or may not go back, but if they do, they take a couple of days in between, mm-hmm. but not you. Yeah, no. You're like 30 days yeah. every day, no matter what. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So, so what happens to your body after those 30 days? Um, It was life-changing. Um, I just saw myself recovering faster. Um, I was way more explosive when I was training. The injuries that I, the minor injuries that I had were- Which were? What kind of injuries? Um, ankle injury. At, uh, so what really got me into this too, I had tore ligaments in my ankle from, uh, I caught interception. I landed on my ankle and the doctors told me it would take me a full like 12 to 16 weeks to um, heal properly. And when I was doing yoga, it took me like six to eight weeks. So I just saw how fast the recovery was. My The joints, the stress in my knees were, uh, was I didn't have so much stress in my knees like that. And my shoulders and just all of my joints in general were just like healing and a, like I've never felt. And anytime that I would train, I would just feel more fluent in my training. It wasn't so much rigid. Mm. I just felt more open and explosive. So it was, um, I really saw the results as soon as I like started. Now, which yoga modality were you, which school of thought were you following? I was taking, I was taking consistently uh, Bikram, which is the 26, which now they call it the 26 and 2, or the hot set. It's not really called Bikram after all the allegations when everything would happen with him. But oh, um, the um, it's still still taught, but it's also called the 26 and 2 and the hot set. So yeah, that's what I started with. Which is how I actually met you. I, mm-hmm. I, t- I take classes with you actively, and I just gave away that you now teach it. Oh, bummer. <laughs> well, I guess we're just going to go for that right now. <laughs> so you're doing Bikram. You're loving how you're feeling. And e- your emotional life, you said you became less explosive. You were calmer. Mm-hmm. Did that? Were you affected at all as well? Um, I was more explosive, more explosive in my training. Oh, and your training, in not training. not as an emotional yeah, being. Not, yeah, you weren't yeah. losing it, but it also it helped me with how much I, how aggressive I was too, because um, I was I was very I would say short tempered, so I was barely I was easy to like lash out, but I was starting to um, get more centered, get more centered, more and, zen. And just like be able to think before I reacted in like certain situations. I was learning to like listen to myself and like listen to my thoughts. Yeah, I was um, more, I was just more able to starting, I was starting to listen more to my thoughts. And that's another thing too was um, I just noticed how much in my head I was. All the time. All the time. Prior to yoga. For sure. Mm. For sure. So. so now that I gave away that you teach, <laughs> how soon after your own healing, I guess, your own uh, witnessing of how wonderful this modality was for you and for your body, did you decide I'm now going to teach? And 
Um, so it's been, I've been teaching since 2015 and I've been practicing for about 10 years. Oh, yeah. so it took a while before mm -hmm. you made the took, decision. Yeah. Okay, so walk us a little backwards here. So you're still now uh, playing football. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. At which point do you, do you decide to go more yogi 100%? Um, it was a time where I was trying to figure out like life after football. So I had a teacher that I would take all the time and... She was like my mentor. So she always corrected me in class, always gave me like- Your postures. Mm -hmm, my postures and just like constructive criticism uh, after class, which I really liked. I always liked to know feedback. like- Yeah, feedback. Like, what am I doing? Is this right? And I was always like, I needed to know everything about like my alignment. I guess that was just me being competitive too, like with myself. So- um, she was telling me, she was like, Amir, you should, you know, think about doing a teacher training. And I was like, uh, I don't know if I want to do that. You know, she was like, well, think about it. You know, if you ever want to, if you ever want to, it's coming up soon. And, and so I was in this time where I was just trying to figure out like what I wanted to do, like after football. And it was just, I was in that limbo period of like transitioning life after athletics. And I just said, Fuck it and went. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the great uh, Yogi Bhajan uh, once said, and he's quoting, and hopefully I'm not misquoting him, but in a nutshell, if you want to learn something, take classes. If you want to master it, teach it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's very true because just because you do a teacher training doesn't necessarily mean you will become a teacher. For sure. But what you end up doing is mastering your own skills. Mm -hmm. So there is advantage yeah. either way. Yeah, Yeah, for I sure. keep threatening to do a teacher training. I haven't, yeah. but I keep threatening. It's yeah. on my bucket list or is it the fuck it list? <laughs> and I feel like I can say that. Yeah. I mean... There's people, you know, that do the teacher training and it was just an experience. Uh, for me, it was a life changing experience. It changed me like literally from the inside out. Like I didn't think I would be teaching. I didn't think I would be doing any of the stuff that I'm doing now. Like I, it just never crossed my mind and never fathomed that. When you talk about life after football, are there specific incidents that happened that made you decide that you no longer wanted to be an athlete or did life sort of tell you you're no longer going to do that? I think life was just telling me um, when I had that ankle injury, it just like, like I said, it just kind of put me on pause. And I was just trying to think like, what's next? Like, I can't do this forever. And I don't want to be stuck in that position where I don't know what to do. I got my degree in social work. I worked with kids for like 10 years. And I didn't know if I wanted to still be in that that lane I know, to say. So I was just trying to figure it out. And I was like, why not? Let's, let's just see what this does. And it literally changed me from like the inside out. Like I've been plant-based for four years now mm -hmm. since. This I, is your diet you're talking about. Mm -hmm, yeah. So you are plant-based or you also vegan. Is that different? Um, I would say it's different. Uh, I feel I say plant-based because I just feel like vegan is pretty much like a fad going on. But mm -hmm. also, too, there's more like 
there's no there's more processed foods and like vegan like you can, in other words why when you're making faux cheese is a lot yeah, of processes like, do you mean processes as in steps or the products are processed the pro- products oh, like processed meats and there's like different type of stuff that they put in like to make the fun stuff like to make the beyond meats and all that stuff so i try to stay away i mean it's always fun to have that stuff it's good but i feel like i'm more plant-based than and what is plant-based so plant-based is more so kind of like a raw uh i don't want to say diet it's like a lifestyle you're more ayurvedic uh approach to approach to to eating your eating habits your lifestyle how do you now, were you always plant-based or did all of that oh, transformation no, that, that, happen with yoga? Yeah, that happened all through my teacher training. So it actually happened during my teacher training. I was never plant-based. I ate like a savage. I would have like seven meals throughout the day. I would snack. I was snacking between. It was it was savage the way I ate. But when I was doing the teacher training, um, my teacher, well, I was letting my teacher know that you know, my food was starting to taste different. The food that I would eat on the regular, like chicken, it was starting to taste like flesh. Uh, Burgers were starting to taste like really acidy. Good grief. And I was asking her like- Your taste buds were literally changing. Yeah, my taste buds were changing. And I was telling her like, you know, what's going on? She was like, you're losing a lot of acidic taste buds and you're alkaline in your body. Because not only were we doing in the teacher training yoga, it was hot yoga. So we would do hot yoga every day before class, like before the 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 learning aspect and the um, educational uh, philo- philosophical part of the uh, of the training was we always started with the actual the physical. Yoga. Yeah, the physical practice before every training. So that was consistent every time we did class. And we we had class Monday through Saturday. So that was every day. And I was drinking more water. I was on a plant-based supplement at the time. And yeah, I just started to see that the food that I would eat on the, you know, in the days in between or afterwards, you know, the food was just tasting different. I'm like, why is my food tasting different? And I was literally like alkalining my body. So when teacher training was over and I tried to indulge go back to my food, like, oh, I can have this and this. Like, my body totally rejected it. Um, quick story. It was a Thanksgiving of 2015. And, you know, grandma makes the food and got all the the, the yams, the all the greens and mac and cheese. I'm over here. I usually eat, like, two to three plates. And I only had one plate. I had a plate and a half. And... I wasn't feeling good. I still tried to eat and I put the plate down. I went to the bathroom. I started throwing up and it was coming out both ends. It was all bad. (laughs) That's pretty graphic, but thank you. (laughs) Namaste to you. (laughs) But I realized I was the only one that got sick. So I'm thinking, you know, oh, I had to got food poisoning. It wasn't the food. Mm -hmm. And I was the only person that got sick. So that's when I was like, okay, you know, this is different. So... And that's when you made the decision of walking the path of mm-hmm. being more plant-based and And it gradually to your body. happened. It wasn't something that 
you went- I just went cold turkey. I was like, I can't have this anymore. I went through like a vegetarian uh, diet, a pescatarian diet. I was going back and forth and just didn't know what to eat properly. And then that's when I got into this Ayurvedic lifestyle mm-hmm. and it's- And it's working it's for working you. It's working a lot. You feel great. Yeah. So now here's what I'm very interested in. How have you merged- and this is where we can get more into the work that you do beyond just teaching yoga. Uh, how have you merged your background in social work, where your degrees from, because you went to college, mm-hmm. graduated, and your knowledge of yoga and athleticism? What are some of the things that you're doing today? Um, I think just giving back to my community. Um, I'm working more so with... Um, just my community that I was born in. I grew up in LA. I grew up on Slauson and South LA and just giving back to the community, having How? events. What are you doing? Uh, we're having an event. Uh, we just had an event uh, last year called Eat, Move, Meditate. And we're having another event, uh, our annual event, which is Eat, Move, Meditate. And it'll be August 10th. So Yogi Athlete's mission statement is a fusion of mind, body, and sport to enhance athletic performance. And then we work with communities that need it the most. So in this case, South LA, um, another example, we worked with uh, Burton, which is a snowboarding store. And we, we centered our yoga to those snowboarders. So we just work with communities that need it the most. So in this case, we work with snowboarders and more so I work with South L.A. and just wanted to get back to the black community of, you know, holistic. Um, Alternative ways of living, for sure. which are challenging to 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 get for exactly, sure. Exactly. Absolutely. You know, it just seems to me that it's expensive to eat well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Garbage is practically free. And if you're low income and you're in a budget and you have lots of mouths to feed, chances are. You're going to go for what's most affordable, Mm -hmm. right? Um, So this is incredible. I like your mission statement. It is the perfect marriage of what you know. You do work with athletes. What an advantage because that's your background as well. And between, you know, the the whole holistic approach of diet, nutrition, well-being. Wonderful. How do you you also teach privately or... I teach private client uh, private clients. I work with high school athletes, college athletes, uh, professional athletes, uh, some celebrities. These and, folks come to you, or you go to them. Um, either either or, they usually come to me, or I go to them. So I'm kind of based everywhere in LA. Mm-hmm. So sounds great. Um, so we are going to share your social media and any ways that you can be reached out to. But in the meantime, do you want to just tell us verbally what how people can find you if they want to? Um, sure. Connect? Uh, yeah, you can follow me at Amir underscore Yogi Athlete. Um, also have our that's my personal and then the business personal inst- Instagram, uh-huh, personal Instagram and our business Instagram is um, uh, just Yogi Athlete. And then my website is weareyogiathletes.com. And we're also having an event coming up uh, August 10th, Eat, Move, Meditate. Of this year, of, of 2019? Year, yep, of August 10th. And um, yeah, our you can click the link in my bio on my Instagram. It's also on my website. Um, you can catch me at the yoga studio at Set and Flow. I teach throughout the week. 
Um, so yeah. Okay. Well, this was wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so uh, very thank much. You so much. I appreciate Nikesh your for time. Me. Absolutely, your spirit and all. And uh, yeah, yoga is more than a lifestyle, isn't it? Definitely. All right. <laughs> and this concludes our episode on this yogi athleticism. Is that even a word? I just made something up, didn't I? Or not. Anyway, doesn't matter. I'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>